Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, dear listeners. Welcome to a very unusual uh, Achtung Millwall number 269. My name is Nick Cart. You are listening to the number one podcast at the, in Millwall at South Bermondsey. The show that others imitate, dear listeners, welcome to the unusual circumstances of my front room, however. Um, for the Barnsley away game, Mill at the Lions playing at Oakwell up there in what looks like quite a sunny Yorkshire, watching my iPad images. Um, a few people asked me last week, would I be doing my stream of consciousness recordings? It's kind of difficult to do it, if I'm going to be really honest. I mean, we've got, obviously got the commentary running at the same time as I'm speaking, so I'll do what I can. I mean, this is the prelims before the start of, of today's match. Both teams coming in from different directions, which I found most odd. Rather scuffly last week versus Derby, when the Derby came in from the sports centre around the back of the away end. Lions came out of the home dressing room. I suppose that's all to do with the very stringent rules that the uh, Football League have imposed for this this very odd mini-series of an end of end of tournament. We're just looking at the two teams as I'm speaking. Um, Barnsley managed by the wonderfully named Gerhard Struber, who sounds like a um, he should be making um, fine pastries in some Bavarian small town. They've got quite a few German players in their side. Second from bottom, I noticed, in the pre-match build-up today. Um, they're fighting their life. Four points uh, adrift of safety, so they're going to need... A win today. Um, after last week's very um, relaxed showing by the Lions, I do wonder what we're going to see. Today's starting eleven is Bielkowski in goal. Defensive back line, Murray Wallace, Sean Hutchinson, fit after stretching himself last week. Jake Cooper, uh, Marlon Romeo. A mid midfield today is Sean Williams back for the very dull-looking Ryan Woods I felt last week. How did you see Ryan Woods' performance, dear listener? Did you like what you saw? Did you see £8 million running around out there? Uh, I didn't. Shawnee Williams, the old ever ever green, is back for the Lions, alongside Ferguson Malumbi, who I thought was um, off, his, off his game last week, um, possibly as a result of the company he was being obliged to keep in midfield. Um, Jed Wallace, who again, uh, I understand from speaking to Wall Art on Twitter today is carrying a knock, um, which may have influenced his um, performance last week. And a one-man, um, well, two, two-man lineup in, in the in the in the pre-match show here. We've got Bradshaw playing just behind Mason Bennett, who looks like the front man 
So Tom Bradshaw, number nine, playing just behind Mason Bennett up front in a 4-4-1-1 a, a four, four, one, one for all you tactical nerds out there. I'm not a tactical nerd. I'm, I know what 4-4-2 four, four, looks like because um, I'm a Millwall fan of many years standing. But today we're going to be looking like a 4-4-1-1. Four, four, one, one. Just watching the pre-match applause for the, the National Health Service, rightly so. The COVID-19 beast still stalks our streets, but um, some people want to shoot off to the beach and, and get pissed and, and, and go to pubs and whatnot. So good luck to them and good luck to our country because um, I do wonder where that's going to lead us to. A little bit of a freeze frame moment there on my, my iPad. I've been trying to rig it up to the TV, but failed miserably, dear listeners. Do you, have you rigged up your iPad to the television? Let me know how you've done it. If so, I've, I've even gone to the extent of buying a, an HDMI cable. But um, no no dice, I'm afraid. It just streams through the sound and not the images. So um, I'm watching it on the iPad. Momentary freeze there, as, I, as I've just said. And it's collapsed. <laughs> just as I was talking, right, I'm going to go back out and we're going to watch live now. I'm going to try and log back on again, see what we get. There were dark and dire predictions of um, collapses of stream. It's come back again now. But the uh, pre-match applause was... Um, was was frozen, then it collapsed, but now it's come back and it looks like the Barnes are going to be kicking us off. Now, I'm not going to do my in-game stream of consciousness in the normal way because I don't think it really works when I'm sat in my front room in a very domestic situation. But I will be checking in from time to time during the course of the first half. Um, I hope that was a suitably um, business-like run down on the Lions, Lions um, starting point, and then we had that slight collapse in the TV picture. But we'll see how it goes. So I'll be checking from time to time, dear listeners. I'm going to put you on pause. You're listening to Act on Millwall. How have you found lockdown football, dear listener? Have you enjoyed it? Is it making... Leave aside Millwall and, and that poor show last week, but how have you found the whole kind of televisual extravaganza? I don't think it's been quite the, the fiesta of football that we were promised. Uh, obviously, Liverpool winning the Premier League in the week has provoked a, an absolute orgasm of um, li- li- Liverpudliana, whatever the word is for for that. Um, and then an apology when it all got um, a little bit out of hand in Liverpool City Centre last night. But for me, the, the whole thing, obviously, it's a contractual obligation, isn't it? It's like when a band has to do an album, they don't really want to. They knock one out, To uh, metaphorically speaking. Um, football is not designed for warm summer lunchtime kickoffs in, in mid June, late June. Um, it's meant for cold, wet, cold winter's days in South Bermondsey, listeners. But you, I'm preaching to the choir on that. I, I know. Have you seen the Muriel, by the way, dear listeners? Have you been following that little um, soap opera on, online? There was a hoo ha when um, the, the Muriel at uh, Zampa Road, which is on the opposite side to the old Neil Harris one, was only half finished. A huge, great leaping lion over the um, kind of an old style British rail depiction of, 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 a, of a fantasy railway station called Millwall, um, which would be technically on the Isle of Dogs. But um, anyway, let's not get too, let's not get too picky. It looks quite nice. I quite like it. The, the lion does look like it's carrying a little bit of weight around its middle. But um, hey, come on, you know, this is the lions. Who doesn't carry a little bit of excess weight around? This is Barnsley on the attack here. There's a hoof clear there from, from Jake as the ball was pumped in six minutes in a lot of um hiver and viva but no no nothing um decisive as yet for either side what do you think of these murals you know this the the, the idea of them do you like them the, the previous one the old neil harris 
iconic arms outstretched was um a kind of a locally done ad hoc thing taken on the on the um the famous Leeds one of the Leeds wins wasn't it um when he scored and I quite liked it because it, a it wasn't it wasn't very good his mouth had a kind of like a gum shield type of look um but also everyone knew exactly who it was and what it was and what it represented and it was done you know literally with um a black spray can I think there might have been a little bit of white in there but not an awful lot so it had a kind of a rough and ready graffiti in its true sense of feeling. Um, but when it's done by corporate, corporate money is paid for it. Is it the same thing? Bit of a philosophical point for a Millwall show on a Saturday afternoon, I know. You're listening to Actual Millwall. But what do you think, the listeners? Ten minutes in, this is a free kick for Barnes. You know, halfway on the right side of the of the middle half. Can be lobbed in deep, deep, deep. That's run over, everyone said, for a goalkeeper. No danger there. Ten and a half minutes on the clock. Marlon Romer inside the Barnsley half. is pushing forwards. This is Jed. And the fucking picture freezes, dear listener. Ah, oh, what? The picture freezes as Jed is coming down the right side. And now, oh, fucking hell. Carry on is this, dear listeners. I'm going to go back and watch it live again. It, nothing happened. You'll know that already by now. 12 minutes gone. That move would down the right look promising for a moment. I think it must have rebounded off of Jed and gone for a goal kick. There was an interesting article. Ryan uh, Loftus uh, subscribes to The Athletic and they, they sent him a, an article on the whole subject of I Follow. And, you know, the, 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 um, there was a move from some clubs, West Brom with a named team, <clears throat> to move away from iFollow and set up their own streaming service. Um, I don't know how good that's going to be, and I don't know, you know, where iFollow sits in the in the pantheon of streaming services around the world. I, I subscribe to um, Major League Baseball. It's a little, little um, quirk of mine. I, I have my quirks, dear listeners. Um, their streaming service is excellent. Um, it's had its moments in the past, but it's been consistently high definition, excellent. Now, you, you know, it's the same kind of level of subscriptions as uh, I'd imagine that people charge for, people pay for iFollow. And last week's stream was pretty good, but this week chose to freeze at a critical moment in the game. Let's see how it gets on, because that's not good enough. A lot of people struggled to get in last week as well and then complained of um, sound issues and, and picture issues. The, the, the thrust of the article was that it may be overwhelmed today with... Uh, more three o'clock kickoffs on, on a Saturday and that, that much more demand on the service. I'm no expert, but it can't be beyond the wit of the modern internet world. If you're going to pay charge for these services, at least make sure that they are 99.9% good. Rent over. Coming towards 15 minutes, nil-nil still. Barnsley nil, Millwall nil. I don't know why I find these details fascinating, but um, they also gave the, the cost structure for clubs. So... If you you know show your I follow stream, the football league will put a camera for nothing, a camera on the halfway line and follow the ball backwards and forwards. But that means no um, alternative shots, no zoom as I'm just watching at the moment, no lower level shots, no behind the goal action, and critically, when you see that kind of level of production, no replay. I mean, I'm sure you've watched like I've watched Mill away games, where it literally has been one old school video camera on a halfway line and if you miss it you miss it there's no no opportunity for replay that's just poor service and I think that's if the football league and clubs are going to go it alone they've got to um, produce the goods it's not impossible to do a pre-match show a properly done 
uh, transmission of the game with multiple camera angles. And yeah, charge money for it and people will pay for it. I'd, I'd pay for it, to be honest. I know you have to fiddle your way around it at the moment to stream in from, you know, abroad. But um, if it was if it was your average Saturday afternoon and it meant saving a trip up to Barnsley, I'd probably go for it, wouldn't you, dear listeners? Rather than lug all the way up to somewhere like Hull or somewhere. I know the old it, it will attack the, the old concept of the away day, but um, it's tempting. Temptation. Strange doing this without any crowd, without any reaction. Dry, I mean, I'm, I'm here on my own at the moment, so, you know, um, I don't think I could do it with domestic things going on around me, dear listeners. Bart, Bart's batted it over, it was actually it was on target and going in. As it's a, it's a right-sided corner, but it is strange. I mean, obviously, the um, football's as much a... It comes in the right, that's headed, headed clear at the near post. Clear at Lions... Straight into a red shirt, unfortunately. So Barnsley will maintain. They've had a little bit of pressure on the on Mill these last few minutes. Seventeen and a half minutes. Let's run that out for a throw in. Yeah, so I'm not sure I'll be doing this every single time. I thought I'd just try it out as a, you know, as a as a, as, a, as, a, as an experiment. Nineteen minutes. Lions have got a throw in down by the the left side corner flag. It's Shane Ferguson on the ball over. He's gone for a, another Mill throw in. A little bit of a respite from Barnsley pressure these last few minutes. Millwall free free kick. Malumbi's um, screaming for a penalty, but um, it's going to be a, a right on the edge of the penalty area there. Let's have a look at it on the replay. Oh, he gets clipped as he goes past. It falls to, to Romeo on the right side there, but it's a free kick from Millwall. This is a real, real opportunity. Very central place, just on the edge of the D, where D meets the, the penalty area. Jed's behind it. Ferguson's behind it. You can hear Billy Taylor talking behind me. I've always wanted to work with Billy. If you ever get a, Billy, if you're listening... Um, you know, if you want a, a co-commentator anytime, mate, sign me up. I will require my own dressing room, um, sandwiches, no crusts, and only uh, red M&Ms. Here comes the free kick. 20 minutes. Coming towards 21 minutes. Edge of the penalty. A real chance and opportunity for the Lions. Ferguson's over it. Ferguson takes it. Is it the crossbar? Rebound is cleared. Wow. Shane Ferguson hits the crossbar. 21 minutes almost. Goalkeeper down injured. Real chance, really, really good shot. Just hit the underside of the crossbar. Didn't cross the line. Let's watch the, watch the replay again. I thought Wallace was going to take it. It's Ferguson. It's the underside. The goalkeeper gets something on it. That's a new string to Ferguson's bow. He's a man of... I do admire Shane Ferguson. Don't you do this? Now? He was obviously, he was out on the cold for so long. He's out there in like the, the little lost lamb that fell in the water. And everyone forgot about him. The farmer had forgotten about him. And he's kind of worked his way back. And that was a real, really nicely flighted free kick. An inch lower, and that would have been 1-0 Lions. All hats off to Shane Ferguson. Lions are a lot more busy pressing forwards, the listeners. They took a little bit of pressure a few minutes ago from Barnsley, but now they've got the ball forwards. This is this is Bennett over on the left now. This is going to be Warwick Wallace, I think. Ball into the middle. Goalkeeper takes. Water break time. <clears throat> Sponsored by... Husky chocolate, the chaps are all over this husky chocolate, dear listeners. You know me and my principles. I do have a few principles, I promise you. Um, I've never really gone seeking sponsorship, but those chaps are all over husky chocolate. They want us to be sponsored by... They just want the free chocolate, actually. I think that's what they want. I'm, I'm not over, over fussed about it, to be absolutely honest. Um, new option on Acast, if you want to set up a kind of a Patreon account, I'll give you a button to link. I will not take that option, dear listener. You might as well know where I stand. I think I've told you, so I might tell you again. 
Um, no, no sponsorships. No, no, no um, Patreon accounts. No, none of that. I can't help what Acast puts on the start and the middle of the shows because that's the price of, um, of of the platform, so to speak. That enables us to put the show out without any direct cost to us at all. Um, so otherwise, I do this for for love, Mr. Love Man. Um, I'm not here to make money. I'm not trying to make a living out of it. So good luck to those that do. I don't knock it, but it's just not the way this show will operate. Not now, not ever. Not ever, ever, never, never, ever. So we're restarting, 25 minutes. I presume they put the these water breaks on as extra time at the end, dear listeners, do they? I, I don't know. Decent first quarter for the Lions overall. It was a bit scuffly at first, and we did endure a little bit of Barnsley pressure up to the water break. The first quarter, I'm going to call that now, just to annoy all you traditionalists out there. Um, the chance for Ferguson obviously being the highlight of the first quarter. Incidentally, I don't know if you do this, but I have all the notification pop-ups turned off so I don't get any score flashes when I'm watching the game. I know that um, it's about a minute to 45 seconds behind reality um, so you'd often find, I'm sure you found this listeners, when you're watching something you'll get the score pop up before the actual action has unfolded while you're watching it. It kind of destroys the point. It's like um, like the ball into the middle there from the right, the ball's bouncing around, it's Bobbing in, going for a corner on the left side. Ball was bouncing around. Tom Bradshaw was in attendance. Mason Bennett, too. Um, scuffling around inside the six yard. Let's watch the replay. One thing I do get is the benefit of a replay. The Barnsley defence couldn't really get Mason's in there. And the goalkeeper's actually batted it round at the at the right side post. It's going to be a right-sided corner for the Lions. So, yeah, I, I used to get the scores pop up before it actually happened, um, which I found annoying. So, 32 minutes nearly. Ball's coming in from the right side of the corner. It's headed clear, dear listener. Shape of the game so far, really. I mean, obviously, it's been that uh, Shane Ferguson crossbar hitting incident. Lions have looked much, much busier for me on 30 as we come to 34 minutes. Just defending a left-sided corner here. Let's watch this as it comes in. It's going to go deep. Blimey, beyond deep. It's gone out to almost the uh, the far side. The picture freezes again, dear listener. Um, story of the game so far. Lions looked a lot busier, looked a lot more with it, a lot more lively. Um, I follow is not great for me so far. So we managed to just get it back again by reloading. Barnes is still in possession. Apologies for that, dear listeners. So there's a shot from distance that's high and over the bar. 30, 34 and a half minutes. That was 17. Ritzmeyer, Herr Ritzmeyer. Ah, I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. Picture is breaking down regularly on me at the moment, dear listeners. Got into like a, like a strange mottled kind of zone at the moment. You know, like when they blur out the image of somebody who's not associated with a major criminal it's frozen again this is a poor service it's actually a decently open game so far both sides are clearly wanting a result barnsley with their relegation fears and the Lions still with an outside thought of um going for that sixth spot i do think it's a little bit remote at the moment especially if we don't get a result here today but still 10 minutes of the first half and the second half to go so we mustn't prejudge that too much but Barnsley have looked um, busy without being anything, you know, dangerous in front of goal so far. Nice boys. Is Mason Bennett on the left now. 37 minutes approaching. Into penalty. Ball into the middle. Scorted out by the Barnsley defender in front of Tom Bradshaw on the, on the right post. It's going to be a mill corner on the right. 37 minutes. Nice run down the left by Bennett. Floated crossing. That was just over the head of, um, was that Ferguson, I think? 
dangerous move, another good move there by the lines. There's going to be another corner on the right. Wallace is going to take it, coming towards 37 and a half minutes. In it comes. It's a deep one, deep one towards Cooper, but it's over everyone's head. We'll run out clear to the to the left. This is this is Ferguson in some space now on the, on the left. What can he do? He's fired it into the middle. Dangerous looking cross. No one in the middle. Matt Smith would have looked for that. Meet and drink for Matt Smith, but no one there. 40 minutes, nil-nil, but lines are in, in, in the ascendancy, on, on the attack. That's a football expression, in the ascendancy. You don't ever say that in normal life, do you? don't really use the word ascendancy in normal life, only in football. Long ball falls from Hutch, all bouncing around. There it is, half-time. Nil-nil, um, decent half for the Lions. We've, we've absorbed a little bit of pressure um, at times, and... Certainly, um, Barnsley haven't looked dangerous in front of goal. A better team might have caused us a bit of hurt in that first half, but we've actually been unlucky going forwards. We've hit the crossbar, and we've had some good crossing in from the left and from the right through Mason Bennett, Shane Ferguson, and, and Jed Wallace. So, um, a better first half for the Lions. Nil-nil at the break, dear listeners. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtel Millwall. So teams are out for the second half. Of this. I'm not sure how this recording, how well it will go down, really. I'm going to have a re-listen to it after the game and um, may or may not use it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's, it's not like being at the ground, but then none of it is for any of us, is it, dear listeners? You know, the whole thing is, is artificially, um, you know, it's, it's quiet and uh, it's not like going to football. You couldn't replace going the match day experience with doing this all the time, in my opinion. But then I am of a generation, maybe you are too, dear listener, that believes that going to the game, there is no no substitute for it. But many, many people out there watching football means watching it on TV. And um, I, th- I just think it's a reduced experience. But then, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, as I, as I say, dear listener. So the second half's begun. Barnsley are now attacking the right goal as the cameras show it to us. Um, criticised the poor freezing of the of the service in the first half. Let's see how the second half shapes up for I follow. I wasn't very impressive it in the first half. It froze about four or five times all in all. 
on me, always in crucial moments when the Lions seem to be on the attack. Um, let's see how the second half goes on it. No Millwall substitutions at the break, dear listeners. Major differences on the plus side, of course. There's no um, you know, cigarette-filled, drug-filled toilets to go into at half-time. I suppose I could do my own here, but it's you know just the faint aroma of Harpic in the air in the in, in the uh, Kazi. Um, nice cup of tea, better quality of cup of tea at half-time. Um, comfy seat, no bird shit, no bird shit. A win is not absolutely essential, but I do think we'll start to lose touch with the top six if we don't get three points here today. We could probably live with a, a, a draw if we really have to, but um, the win will be, uh, you know, claw back some of the work that was undone last week. Sudden downpour up there at Oakquart. It's turned into a very, gone from a Yorkshire sunny day to suddenly chucking it down with with rain. How, how bizarre. Malumbi, he's gone for a corner on the right side, 56 minutes. He's in space for a moment on the right-hand side. Let's follow the replay on this. It breaks forward. This is... Jason Malumbi escapes a lunging tackle there on, on the right side. He checks, and then his cross is just put out by the, the Barnsley defender. Put out well, actually, as it was going to be fired back in. Jed was making for the near post. It's going to be a right-sided corner for Millwall. It's going to be um, Sean, Shane Ferguson to take. He's been good this afternoon, Ferguson, as we've said a few times. And it comes, swung in from the right side. That's Cooper up there in the mix, and it's headed in the wrong direction. Unfortunately, the referees give a free kick. 57 minutes. 58 minutes, we've almost put through to Mason Bennett's near really nice move out of defence there by Millwall with a fantastic lunging challenge by Malombi that released the whole situation. That was almost a great feed ball through from Jed Wallace to Mason Bennett's. Gone for a Lions throw in on the left. 58 and a half minutes. Come towards 59 minutes. On the left, this is this is Bennett. He's, he's made a big difference to the side this afternoon, but he's put that one straight to a red shirt, just as I was about to praise him. I was just about to praise the eye follow service in the second half, 60 minutes, showing on what remains of the picture. It's gone into kind of a mottled um, summer's day, you know, leaves and, and, and pond kind of mottled effect. No sound, so I've lost the, the commentary. Um, you just about make out what's going on, but it's gone into a very fuzzed kind of long ball forwards there, it looks like, from Millwall, it looks like. 60 minutes, but it's, it's kind of reset itself picture-wise. But still no sound. So just as I was about to praise the eye follow, it embarrassed itself, dear listeners. Barnsley on the attack now. Little ball over the top. That's a chance. Nice save. Bart Bill Costa kind of like a near post header from a ball over the top. The nearest that Barnsley have come in the second half, 62 and a half minutes. And the screen freezes. Well, it seems to do it at moments of high drama or just in the aftermath of, dear listeners. But it's, it's back again now. I'll have to put in the show notes, listen to Nick describe the number of breakdowns of his screen service during the course of this live footage. I'm sure that'll get the listeners in. All breaks left. Now, this is this is Shane Ferguson. A little bit of space on the left. His balling was just poor, unfortunately. First one that he's played that's been poor. It's gone for a corner, left side. That's going to be Jed Wallace that takes the left-sided corner. Flows into the near post. Flick header and, and back across the face. The goal has gone for another corner, another left-sided corner, it looks like. Must have come off a Barnsley defender there. For a second corner in succession, I don't know what the statistics are like for corner counts. We've seen we've had a few in this match. A lot of pressure. Another deeper, deeper corner. So that's too long and Cooper goes stumbling. That's that's um, not good enough. Gone for a throw-in over, over on the far right side for Barnsley. And it's time to break for drinks. That's the end of the third quarter, listeners. We'll be right back with a fourth quarter after these messages. I'll try to go all American there. Did you notice that? 
And just replaying that Barnsley chance a few minutes ago, the ball was looped over the top of the middle defence and headed in from a fairly narrow, tight angle by the forward. He couldn't get any real power behind it, and as well saved in the in the event by Bart Bielkowski. The, the water breaks do tend to break the flow of the game. I'm not sure about them personally. I suppose you do need to take on ball fluids in this in this warm weather. There's a bit of everything up there in Barnsley today. It looks like sunny and it was pouring down with rain a few minutes ago. So um, I guess it's just part of the um, format of the uh, you know the game that we're having to endure to see this season completed. Matt Smith's coming into the game, dear listeners. 69 minutes, so Matt's got 21 minutes to, to do what Matt Smith does. I imagine that's Bradshaw that's left the pitch. Uh, they didn't show the in and the out, but I guess uh, Tom Bradshaw. There is the graphic, just as I called for it. Bradshaw out, Smithy in. Barnsley pressing forwards, nicely cut out there by by Hutchinson. Has conceded a free kick, unfortunately. A little bit of argy-bargy, and Nambalumbi wants to have it. Bit of uh, pushing and shoving. 70 minutes, central part of the mill half. See if the referee wants to award any yellows. Like we could do without any suspensions, given the paucity of the squad, as, as uh, Mike Bissaker put it to me in, in the email in a week. Paucity is a good word. I like that word, Mike. Yellow card for Mason Bennett. Oh, yellow for the um, Malumbi and, and one of the Barnsley players as well. Three yellows issued there, one for Bennett, one for Malumbi, one for a and other of Barnsley. 72 minutes, I thought, seems like an eternity of yellow carding and standing around and talking about things. As it is, it's going to be a free kick for Barnsley about just short of halfway inside the middle half, fairly central. Sounds gone on the telly. <laughs> Some might say that's not a loss. I, I don't mind the commentary on this one. It's been pretty good. So it's lumped forwards on the right side, headed back into the mill goal and, and away. It does fall now to Jed Wallace. Mill on the break. This is Marlon Romeo overlapping. He's got Wallace forward. That's over, over hits. Overhit. 72 and a half minutes, nearly 73. Error there from the middle midfield and the free, the picture freezes. <laughs> Looks like Barnsley were put through for a moment. If I go back and there's a goal, then um, I'll set the right up. Little back heel, that's a shot on target straight at Bart Bielkowski, thankfully saved. What's a carry on? Bit of panicky playing middle defence just as the picture freezes again. Little bit of... Um, Loose, loose passing. Barnsley do have a chance. The 11's free inside the mill box. That's a great challenge there by, by Sean Hutchinson. 78 minutes. Having to reload the picture regularly now, dear listeners. This is this is poor stuff. I, I follow. Barnsley through on the left-hand side. They're going to try and stumble over and get a, a, um, a penalty. Um, they're bouncing around and hoofed clear. A little bit of scrappy play there by me. A little bit of panicky defence now as we come towards... 79 minutes, coming towards 80 minutes. Malumbi's coming out of the game, 80 minutes. In comes Ryan Woods, geeing everyone up. He's, he's, he's got some front, I must say. Come on, gee up, everyone. Giddy up. And Mason Bennett comes out, and in comes Connor Mahoney. Still a massive amount on the table for Mill. I know that, um, you know, if we only get a draw here, it's not disastrous. For me, it does mean a slight sense of uh, the season starting to get away from us a little bit. But three points would change it. In comes a corner into the middle. It's bouncing around. It's gone for a... Goal kick, Smith. Nice ball wide from Jed Wallace on 82, nearly 83 minutes. Over to the right side. This is Ryan Woods now floating the ball forwards. Straight to a red shirt, dear listeners. No comment. Ticking towards the 85th minute. Mill free kick just inside the bounty half. Ryan Woods floats it leftwards. That's towards the head of Jake Cooper, but a red shirt picks it up and, and clips it into touch. So Mill will keep possession. Nice... Um, Nice floated cross there from, from Woods. That's gone for uh, 
No, it's give a free kick of some sort, offside or some some such infringement. 85 and a half minutes, Barnsley back on. I'm just getting the itchy kind of, the, the, the chaps on the TV are just starting to praise Millwall for the, you know, the, the, the better sides, um, comments like how we, we, you know, we should have won it. Um, but I'm just getting a kind of itchy sense that this is the kind of game exactly that will let slip away from us. Barnsley are on the attack. They have a throw-in over near the right side corner flag, a few yards short of it. They've not looked terribly dangerous in front of goal, but only need one opportunity, don't they? And they will be fighting for the line. This is now running into the penalty. That's going to go for a goal kick. There's a long throw from Marlon, meanwhile, into the near, near post. It's bouncing around. That's hoofed clear by, by Barnsley. Nice ball out wide right from Hutchinson. We are on the attack as we go into overtime. Ball back into across the middle. Headed off the line. There's his Scalak. Millwall from distance. That's over the bar. Five minutes of overtime to play, dear listeners. Scalak in for Ferguson, by the way. Two minutes coming up of the five minutes extra time. It's a Barnsley free kick on the right side, about halfway inside Millwall. Probably um, Barnsley's... Um, Last chance, possibly, to put some danger in the mill box. We've got to be switched on here. It's floated forwards, bouncing around. It's stuck. Oh, that was on target. Jesus Christ. Bart took it on the line, almost stuck to his hands. Great save, in all fairness, by Bielkowski. What an acquisition he's been this season. Thompson wins us a late, late, late free kick on the left, coming into the last minute and 20 seconds of the match. On the left side, chance to get the ball into the middle. Scalax in the tents and, and Thompson draws a foul. It's going to be Conor Mahoney to take. All the usual suspects from the middle waiting for it. I think this will be last chance saloon. It's floated into the mix. It's bouncing around. Cleared. The moment where it seemed to stick on the floor. So the picture's stuck, that's for sure. Now it's re reignited again. Floated forwards. Scalax finds Mahoney on his, on his left. What can Skalak do? That comes back to him by the corner flag. It's going to go for a corner. Sounds failed me. So, yep, corner. Left side corner. Literally seconds to go. No, it's, 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 a, it's a throw in. Literally seconds to go. It's going to be launched into the near post, bouncing around. That's loops over and the goalkeeper takes in attendance with Smith and Thompson. I think that should be it, dear listeners. There's the final whistle. Nil-nil, dear listeners. We're going to be speaking very shortly for some post-match comment with Graham Payne and then Michael Avery thank you for sticking with me during that stop stug and the picture's frozen literally as, as the players are getting their gear and walking off the pitch so um, final score from Oakwell after a very um, the main talking point was the the I follow service there for media listeners it's Barnsley nil Millwall nil we'll be back after these messages you're listening to Achtel Millwall Big welcome on the show to Graham Payne. Welcome back to the show, Graham. Um, not much of a of a result to talk about, mate. I said I'd, I'd grab you after the game, but there wasn't really an awful lot of action through that 90 minutes up there at Oakwell, was there, mate? There wasn't at all, Nick. Just like the cut, cutting edge, don't we? Just, yeah. You know. um, a better performance, I thought, than last yeah. week. A little, little bit more Definitely. effort, half and puff. Yeah. I mean, they, they shut people down this week. They didn't let them dictate the play. I know Barnsley, I mean... Bottom of the league, but I don't know. It's just you know, you're just thinking in the first half you wanted Matt Smith on the pitch with the with crosses that we did get in. Yeah. Second half when he did come on, I mean, he didn't. You know, we didn't create anything, did we? Well, we didn't give him the service, Graham, did no. we? I mean, I, I think no. the, you're right. Uh, the, the service was in the first half. I mean, obviously we had the uh, the incident where um, 
uh, Ferguson hit the crossbar, which was very unlucky. I mean, a, a, yep. an inch inch lower, that would have angled into the net, and that would might have been a different game. But the best crossing, and it was, you know, we, we looked decent at times in that first half. I thought Bennett looked quite sharp. Yeah, he did. He did. I like I like the look of Bennett. You know, I, I do think there's something there. And there's a couple of times when he he you know he, he made some runs and he linked up well with um, Ferguson and um, yeah. Wallace, Murray Wallace on that side. But um, it's just I don't know. We just well, I think we struggled. You know, it's not you know all season we've struggled to score goals, haven't we, from open play. And well, we, we have. Well, do you think Bradshaw is the answer? I mean, I, I didn't think no, we saw enough out of him today on that, on that, you know, on that formation. That, that's what I mean. The way we play doesn't suit Bradshaw. I think if Bradshaw's going to be effective, he needs to play in a two. I'm not saying with Smith, but someone no. up there with him, then he may get some chances. But basically, he's just like um, run of the channels for the, in this sort of formation. Eh? He's not. He doesn't. It's not like he's missing chances because he's not getting any chances. No, know? no. I mean, I, I thought the, you know, the, as you say, running down the channels, both Bennett and and Wallace did did well in the, particularly in the first half more than the second half. But it was begging for Smith. I mean, you know, many people criticise Matt Smith Graham for being this um, one-dimensional striker. You know, but honestly, if you give him the right service, you know, as we, he's our top scorer for the season for that reason. Give him the service, he'll put the ball in the net. And we were begging exactly. for that in the first half. You know. Give him the service and, and the balls in the net. And as you, you know, as I said, the first half, the crosses that went in were begging for Matt Smith, but it, you know, unfortunately, he wasn't on the field. There we are. Very unlucky to um, hit the crossbar and for that not to go in. There was a, a couple of opportunities in the first half. I think the, the ball kind of scuffed around on the on the um, the goal line. The goalkeeper did well on a couple of occasions for them. In in fairness, um, second half again, lots. I don't know how you saw it, Graham, but a lot of huff and puff, but. Not really, you know, nothing, nothing decisive in the second half to really no, no. prize the game open, you know. No clear cut chances at all, was there? I mean, you can't say their goalkeepers had to, had to do a lot, really. I think I know, you know, there was some crosses went in, and you know, some, but there was no real clear cut chances, was there? I mean, Smith's one at the end nearly, for some reason nearly looped in. I don't know what the keeper was doing there, the header right at the end, but other than that. And when he produces no. these situations, I think just his sheer size and his presence yes. causes panic in defence. You know, again, if the ball's looping in from from the sides, um, and I thought Conor Mahoney in the little brief bit we saw in the second half looked a better player. Um, yeah. I reserve judgment still on Ryan Wood, so I, I, I don't know about him at all. But, um, you know, in, in fairness, that was a better performance by the Lions overall, Graham. I don't know, um, you know, I don't know that our... Our playoff promotion push is quite as, um, you know, as, 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 if it's on still now. I, don't know, I haven't seen the other results. So I don't know how we're standing in the in the table. I think, we're, you know, unless we get something big on, on Tuesday, I think we might as well accept this is going to be a bat the season out now. Just, you know, play play the thing out and uh, re, regroup for next season. How do you see it? Yeah, I agree with you, Nick. I mean, I think it's Cardiff. Looking at the results have just come up. Cardiff have won at Preston and Derby's right. won again. I think they're the two teams on the charge, if you like, to join it. And we seem, yeah. you know, we seem to just be, um, you know, fading away from it a little bit. But you never know if we could get, beat Swansea, beat Charlton. You know, then, yeah, Charlton, uh, I think, won, yeah. won again today, didn't they? They yeah, beat, beat QPR, so they, they might have their chance, their first first win in 30-odd years or whatever it is over the lines. But we'll we'll see on that. Um, who was your best player out there today, Graham? Who, did you, who would you pick out of your Millwall man of the match? 
Uh, I think Murray Wallace actually. I think he did a lot of uh, good stuff. If I had yeah. to pick, really. It always so gives that, you hundred percent, Murray, doesn't he? It does. Yeah. yeah. I like well, I would have. I, I won't. I won't fight you for Murray Wallace. I, I probably would have. Um, I, I like the impact that Mason Bennett's given us. I yeah. think that he he's come into the side. Each time we've seen him, he's got better and better. And you know, he ran himself on a very hot day up there. I mean, it looked like it was humid and hot up there. Yeah. Um, and I thought he gave us 100%. I also, I just want to name check Shane Ferguson as well because yeah. particularly in the first half, I thought he looked, um, you know, I was I nearly use the word in, influential, and I, I don't <laughs> that word and Shane Ferguson don't generally go in the same <laughs> sentence, but I thought he was he was influential in the first yeah. half. Less less so, the whole scene seemed to fade in the second. Maybe the conditions, I don't know. Football's not meant to be played on warm sun, summer afternoons, Graham, is it? I mean, it's, it's, not. it's, not. it's, a, it's a cold day in Bermondsey. That's when football's meant to be played, you know, not not, not yeah. in these conditions. But there we are, nil-nil. Um, I think the season is, is drifting, but we'll we'll see how Tuesday night goes at, at home to Swansea. Score prediction for you for Tuesday. I'm going to put you on the spot now, Graham, before I let you go, mate. What do you fancy Tuesday night? Uh, go on, I'm going to go for two nil. Two nil. Two nil. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll revisit you on Twitter with that one on on <laughs> on, on Wednesday morning. Um, I really appreciate you taking some time out. Your no days. problem. No quick problem. call, quick reaction, very much post match. Grand Payne, big thank you to you, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. Cheers, Nick. You're listening to Acton Millwall. Huge welcome on the show now to Mr. Michael Avery, Mr. Husky Chocolate. How's the how's the chocolate milk going, Michael? Not going to lie, mate. I'm I'm two huskies down, and I'm feeling a bit bloated. But um, <laughs> too down. But, but like but but like that really bad film in the 80s. I think it was called The Stuff. Once you have one or two, you just can't stop. You can't so, stop. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, nil nil up at Barnsley. Um. Strange game. I thought our best chance to win that came in the first half, really. We, we seemed to tail off in the second half, Michael. I don't know how you saw it, but, um, you know, I thought we were quite unlucky in the first half, but second half, not so much. Yeah, no, we, we were we were certainly the better team in the first half. Um, and we had the free kick from Ferguson, wasn't it? I think it was in the 20, 21st minute, something like yeah, that. The crossbar, the, yeah. The bar. Yeah, hit the bar, and there was there was another couple of nice chances. Um, and you know, Jed's Jed's service did get better, but but overall, no, you're right. It's one of them. I, I actually made a note before coming on here. It was one of those games, Nick, where if you were sort of comfortably in the playoffs, like say by about two, three, four points, or just outside the relegation zone, you'd probably think, well, that's a little bit of a sort of job done. We'll take we'll take a nil nil away at Barnsley. Um, yeah, you know, just to sort of maintain. But yeah, when when you when you're gunning for something and you really need to be in that top six, it, it's not it's not it's not great. No, I mean it's it's indicative of the season. I'm just looking um, that the results are coming in as as we're talking. I'm just looking at the BBC website. Um, we're recording this in the immediate aftermath, the afterglow of the game, listeners. So. We've done no prep, so forgive any any rough edges around the conversation. But just looking at the the, the match statistics, and I think this this is our problem all season, Mike. I mean, um, nine shots, just one on target. Um, you know, we, we actually looked pretty good going forwards at times in in the first half, especially. But no cutting edge. Um, you know, as the, the chaps on the on the commentary said, um, it's a game crying out for for Matt Smith in the first half, particularly whatever you 
criticisms you might have him as a player. He's a he's a dangerous man. Give him the right service. He scores goals, and we didn't have that in the first half. We didn't have that that cutting edge. No, I completely agree. And I mean, we we, we mentioned it in our uh, in our WhatsApp chat during mm. the game. Uh, I, I mentioned that I think Bradshaw could have done a bit more. Um, when when uh, Ryan Loftus kindly disagreed. Um, <laughs> now, uh, I, I, my, my point was more more of the you know he's been brought in. Let's be brutally honest. He's been brought in as the number nine. You know, so well, he's, he's wearing the shirt. <laughs> it's yeah, a big shirt exactly. to wear at the den, isn't it? You know, you carry a lot on your shoulders. Um, didn't see much out of him today. That's for sure. I'm not sure the formation suited him. I don't know what. You know, maybe the big man, little man routine might help Tom Bradshaw out, but I don't think that's the way that uh, that Gary Rowett wants to take the side. Um, just looking at the positives, I thought, um, I don't know, you saw Mason Bennett. I thought he, he really added a, a dimension to us and he looked dangerous, um, a lot of effort, a lot of running. And at his best in the first half, as, as, as with the whole side. But I think he's really brought an extra something to to, the, to a middle side. But I don't see that Tom Bradshaw fits into that, into that kind of um, three-man attack kind of look, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think with, with Mason Bennett as well, a couple of things, he, he did look sharp, you're right. I think he looked very good. Um, a couple of things as well I noticed with him, and I'm not sure if you did as well, Nick, but did you notice every time sort of like he sort of half went down or he half lost control of the ball, he still managed to sort of scoop it out from underneath him and keep it, keep the possession and keep us playing well. And you think it's not often that Millwall have that type of player who even, no, even no. when not 100% focused, is really, is actually good enough to make something out of a, out of a half chance or a half turn. And But one of my, one of my things as well, he, he's a bit, for us at the moment, I feel a bit like like how Jed was last season that he's he's got that spark that seems to get things going. But yeah. my my sort of slight issue is is that we're a, a bit similar with the Malumbi thing is that we're uh, we seem to be sort of getting our best from players who aren't ours. So if, if he doesn't <laughs> stay next season um, and he does go on anywhere, you know, I mean, I know he's had his difficulties and not many people want to take him on, but you know, he he he's a big player for us, and again. In what seven eight games time, he's he's not going to be ours. The playoff charge is looking a little bit. Um, it's not completely out of out of sight yet, but it's um, starting to fade away a little bit. You know, after after that result this afternoon, um, let's hope that we can retain the services of, of Mason Bennett. I, I do like the look of him. I know that he's had his troubles and his problems, but you know, um, if he's if he if he continues to play like that for the Lions, then you know, all well and good. I th- I think hope's fading in truth. I mean, we. I mean, not not in a horrible way, because let's be honest, uh, the sort of start of the season and what three four months in, if you would have said that Mill were only five points off the top six with what six seven eight games to go, uh, seven you know, games, we, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you know, we 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 would have we would have beat your hand off for it. Um, but I think I think we needed to we needed to recall the win in these first two games to be anywhere near. Um, I, I made another comment as well. It's, it's it was interesting how. You know, with the points per game system, um, if we would have gone with that, Millwall, I think, would have finished fifth. Um, and then we would have gone into the playoff places. Um, and also, as well, a lot of people saw Millwall as favourites to crack the top six because the fact in that our, our running was deemed easier than everybody else's. But if you look at a team like Cardiff, for example, you know, they're, they're playing um, and they're running. They beat Leeds last week. They beat Leeds last week. And... Um, I, I believe they'd be Preston today, didn't they? So you know, they, yeah, they've, they've done got, well. Yeah. They've got yes. they, they, they've, they've done well, and they was actually, you know, just before the lockdown. If you would have said who's going to go up Millwall or Cardiff, you would have probably said Millwall. But 
Yeah, I, I think it's fading, nicking truth. But, you know, it's, it's nice to still be around it. One final, one final um, thing, I suppose, it's gone out of my head. Oh, I follow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, this is a rough and raw show, listeners. <laughs> I made a note to myself and I've, I've, I've flicked away from it. How was your I follow service? Mine was awful this afternoon, Michael. How was yours, mate? Um, mine was all right, but only because I told my children that they're not allowed to use any Wi-Fi. We took all the <laughs> Wi-Fi off of our phones. Poor little sons. And, and, and went back to sort of like mid-90s technology of where they actually have to read a book. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Um, well, it won't uh, hurt them. It won't hurt them. Uh, no, no, sure. exactly. But but I have to I have to say, on, on the iPhone, that, yeah, mine, mine was okay. In truth. It was all right. Um, okay. Mine, it was, mine it froze. was all right. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the one bit that that I have to mention is the commentary. I'm, I'm not sure about you from the bits that were unfrozen, but I, I, the way they were in the first half, they, it's like they were either commentating on something like the Ryder Cup or Wimbledon, how quiet they were, wasn't it? <laughs> was or it, it was watching like a David Attenborough documentary, like, and here we have Tom Bradshaw lurking <laughs> around the penalty box. I don't know who it was. Was it Billy and it wasn't? Um, it was Carl Bates and Billy. I thought. I don't. I, don't, I didn't see any credits as to who, who it was. No, but I, I could be mistaken. Um, indeed. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I like Carl Bates. He's a, he's a he's a top guy. I really like him. But I mean, what the one bit that made me chuckle was when he was referring to the players by their nicknames. So like he was going smudges warming up by the halfway line. Below's <laughs> got the ball. It, it reminded me of. Do you remember? Do you remember Saved by the Bell? Has Screech would always hang around the cool kids and call them by their nicknames. That's what it reminded me of a bit. So, Carl is Screech, Dustin Diamond. No, I'm only joking, Carl. That's the way to leave the show. Uh, <laughs> big thank you to Michael Avery as the Lions come back for a point. We probably could have done with three. Um, it's probably going to mean mid-table obscurity for us now. But we come back on Tuesday. Who do you fancy on Tuesday, Mike? Give me a score prediction for Tuesday night. It's uh, home to... I'm to Swansea. Um, do you know what? I'm going to be as optimistic as ever and go Millwall one, Swansea one. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I can't see us getting much out of it, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, big thank you to Michael Avery. Raw and rough straight after the show, straight after the game. Um, hope you've enjoyed this edition of Acton Mill, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to try and get this out as soon as possible tonight. And Arriva Dirty Millwall, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Aston the Movie. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, dirt you move all. Till next time.
free kick of Walter Molly that the chaps were commenting earlier on, rightly so. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.